invoke the Father to appear before me in the sky. Kumbukeni maono wakati ambapo Kumbukeni maono wakati ambapo Masia alitumwa na Mungu Baba ili kwamba anijie katika anga. You remember the first thing he showed me was the nail pierced on the hand like this. Mwakumbuka kitu cha kwanza ambacho alinionyesha ilikuwa majeraha ya misumari kwenye mikono namna hii. For him it has become even his identity. Kwa kumaanisha kwamba kwake yeye hata imefanyika kitambulisho chake. It has become part of his name. Imekuwa imefanyika sasa sehemu ya jina lake. For him it was too traumatic to forget. Kwake yeye ilikuwa hatari kabisa mbaya sana hata kusahau. But for you. Lakini kwenu ninyi. Why have you forgotten so soon? Bwana mmesahau kwa haraka kabisa. That just the other day. Ya kwamba ile siku nyingine tu. You supposed to go and face the fire, fire face death. Ninyi ambao mlipaswa kukumbana na huo kifo na hiyo moto. I jump forward and say no, no 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 no. For the sake of so and so please let me do just kill me instead. So I can save him na, so he can continue living. Na Masia akaruka mbele akasema kwamba hapana hapana kwa sababu ya fulani wa fulani wacha mimi nife badala yake. And that's why. Na ndio sababu. You see the present day modern church in Europe. Mnaona kanisa la sasa hivi la kisasa kule Europa. The present day modern church in modern Abuja. Kati, Abuja Lagos. Katika kanisa la kisasa la usasa wa siku hizi kule katika Abuja ya kisasa kabisa kule Johannesburg, Lagos. Cape Town. Johannesburg Cape Town. Johannesburg Cape Town. Daban. The pastors have become too modern they have forgotten Jesus. Wachungaji wamekuwa wa kisasa kabisa hata wamemtao Yesu. Wamemsahau ile gharama. They have forgotten the cross and the blood. Wamesahau msalaba na damu. Hata hivyo. They've taken the cross and the blood and put aside Wameuti. outside the church they are preaching now a gospel that is modernized and soothing the flesh and prosperity something entertaining people like to hear. Wamechukua msalaba injili ya msalaba na damu wameiweka nje kabisa ya kanisa na wameanza kuhubiri kitu ambacho ni cha kisasa kabisa ambacho inatumbuiza mwili injili ya ufanisi the gospel that is entertaining to them a modern people injili ambayo inawatumbuiza kabisa na kuwafurahisha watu wa kisasa and, and, and they love it when they hear modern things how they are going to get a private jet a private aircraft it checks in the mail they like those things uh, so i see it and get what get money get big job get us visa whatever it is the I... corona is too big there these days i don't know which visa they are talking about now na wanaipenda kabisa kabisa injili hiyo ujue kusikia jinsi ambavyo wanaenda kupata zile ndege za kibinafsi ndege ya kibinafsi and you hear them try to give that kind of testimony before their congregation na unasikia wakijaribu kupeana aina hizo za ushuhuda mbele za kusanyiko zao so he paid a big seat somewhere then the next day someone surprised him with a key to a private aircraft oh. they, they do that kind of thing why have you forgotten that jesus died for you. Wana wanasema ya kwamba alilipa mbegu kubwa mahali fulani alafu mtu akamshtua kabisa na ufungua wa ndege. Wanafanya aina hizo za vitu. Je, kwa nini mmesahau ile gharama ambayo Yesu aliwalipia? The gospel was given. Injili tuliyopewa. It's the gospel of the cross and the blood of Jesus. Ni injili ya msalaba na damu ya Yesu. That is the gospel you saw raising cripples in Kisiland today that we showed. Hiyo ndio injili ambayo mlionea kwamba ikinua viwete kule Kisii kama vile leo tulivyoonesha. Katika eneo la Gusii. Beautifully powerfully. Katika kupendeza. Injili ya nguvu. And yet the modern Christian has also been now tuned has been tuned into the liking of the modern gospel prosperity when a quick preacher comes in quick 30 minute service people shell some big money in Ghana Ghana if it's the, the rich if you have $5000 you have an express line to see that quote in quote profit ili hali wa kristo wa kisasa wa siku hizi wamejiambatanisha kabisa na kujiingiza katika injili hiyo ya 
kisasa kabisa ya sasa hivi ambapo ni kiufinance kwa mfano kule Ghana they are prophets they quote in quote prophets wale manabii wao wa uongo those false prophets there who don't belong to jehovah my god they have a, a, a short list a short line if you are a rich person and you want to see him quickly for a quick word a quick prophetic word for you there is a, a shorter line where you can see him express they call it the express service and you pay 5000 US dollars na unalipa is going to quickly give you a prophetic word and you're, you're on your way out and then, but if you are if you are poor you are $500 only lakini kama wewe ni maskini una dola 500 peke yake There is a long line that takes three months because the first come first served Kuna line ndefu ambayo inachukua miezi mitatu kwa sababu yule aliyekuja wa kwanza ndiye anahudumiwa wa kwanza Why has the present day church forgotten that the gospel and the power were given is the cross and the blood of Jesus Ni kwa nini kanisa la kisasa la majira haya limesahau ya kwamba injili na nguvu tulizopewa ni nguvu ni msalaba na damu ya Yesu Why this entertainment and corruption inside the church Ni kwa nini huku kutuibuiza na ufisadi ndani ya kanisa And that is why Na ndio sababu I am saying that for you to understand the regeneration the role of the holy spirit in regenerating the dead sea the dead church ya kwamba kwenu ninyi kuelewa wajibu wa roho mtakatifu katika kuuisha upya ile bahari huwezi kuepuka kabisa kuanza kabisa kuangazia ule mwanzo dhambi je dhambi ilifanya nini Sin separated you from your God. Dhambi iliwatenganisha ninyi kutoka kwa Mungu wenu. death here you are supposed to be dying. Na kuna kifo hapa ambacho mlipaswa kufa. Jesus appears. Lakini Yesu anakuja. And the Lord brings him out of mercy, compassion, love, na, kindness, na pity. Naye Bwana anamleta kutokana na rehema, huruma, neema, msamaha. And he brings the cross between you and your creator. Na analeta sasa msalaba kati yenu na muumbaji wenu. And then now. Halafu sasa Jesus takes your place in dying. Yesu anachukua nafasi yenu katika kifo. Kifo cha mbadala. You see it in the Old Testament. Mnaiona katika agano la kale. You see it in the book of Exodus chapter 12 verse 7 and verse 13. Mnaiona kwenye kitabu cha kutoka 12 mstari wa 7 na mstari wa 13. It says the animals you choose must be year old males without defect. Wakati ambapo anasemea kwamba wanyama ambao mnawachagua ni lazima wawe wa kiume wa mwaka mmoja bila la wama. substitute death dying on your behalf. Anazungumza kuhusu kifo cha mbadala kufa kwa niaba yenu. And when the Lord now passes over the land and he sees blood on your doors, then he knows that a substitute death has happened here. Na wakati ambapo Bwana sasa anapita katika nchi yenu na kuona sasa damu kwenye vizingiti vya milango yenu, anaona ya kwamba kifo cha mbadala kimetendeka hapa. He knows very well anajua vyema kabisa that is pointing to the messiah ya kwamba anakonyeza kwa masia and we saw very clearly na tuliona kwa wazi kabisa that that substitute death ya kwamba hicho kifo cha mbadala is so central ni nyeti kabisa in the life of the church katika maisha ya kanisa and that that is why now na ya kwamba hiyo ndio sababu sasa even you hata ninyi when you die to sin wakati mnakufa kwa dhambi you emulate the same death mnadhihirisha kile kifo kile kile there is a deeper work the holy spirit does in the deeper you lakini kuna lakini kunayo kazi ya kilindi kabisa ambayo roho mtakatifu hufanya ndani yako kwenye kilindi katika nyanja 
The substitute death. We we have so much ahead of us here. I don't know whether we should do this. We have so much ahead of us here. We may not even finish by one o'clock. Let me just run through them. You can find the message on the web. It's on the tube, the website of the radio. But he's saying that now Jesus has become our substitute. And he has died in our place. But after that, when you have received him. Then now comes comes the regeneration. Now comes comes the rebirth. And that is what is called being born again. And so our most excellent scripture was where Jesus himself spoke about this rebirth. In the book of John chapter 3. When he encountered Nicodemus. And when he met Nicodemus. Then Nicodemus said. That Rabbi. Master. Teacher. We know that you are a teacher that has come from God. In other words, because he was a member of the Jewish ruling council, the top 70 that sit in Jerusalem, they are called the Sanhedrin. They are the ones even who condemned Jesus to death. And so now, the, the, is coming from there. And is a Pharisee. Which means they are very strict on legality, legalism. That the law must be followed. The law of the Tanakh must be followed. And he says that we, meaning where they were sitting, they were looking at the ministration of Jesus in the land and they are saying, that one must have come from God. The Pharisees, as the Sanhedrin, the ruling council, they could see that the miracles this man is doing, this man must have definitely come from God. There's no question. This man cannot be touched. And so he said that we we know we know we we know that you are a teacher that has come from heaven. You have come from God the Father, our Father. And then, in other words, how can one get to the kingdom of heaven? Help me. And the reason he comes at night is because he, he, he has to hide. It has to be concealed. He cannot be seen consulting for counsel. 
inaonekana aje akija kutafuta ushauri kwa sababu anapeana ushauri the principal teacher of israel there now, not one of the teachers he was the teacher of israel na ukisoma pale unasema unaona ya kwamba alikuwa mwalimu wa israeli ukiendelea kusoma chini pale na ukiendelea ukiendelea kusoma chini pale unapata kwamba alikuwa mwalimu wa israeli he was the one yeye ndio yeye ndiye he was the one that was the teacher of israel yeye ndiye alikuwa mwalimu wa israeli na kwa hivyo The way Jesus engages with him really explains the role of the Holy Spirit. Jinsi ambavyo Yesu anazungumza pamoja naye inaelezea kweli kabisa wajibu wa Roho Katika utangulizi huu usiku wa leo anasema that I tell you the truth. Ya kwamba amen amen nakwambia verily verily I say unto you. Amen amen nakwambia unless a man be born again ijapokuwa mtu azaliwa kwa mara ya pili he cannot see the kingdom of god hawezi kuona ufalme wa so hivyo basi hakusemea kwamba hawezi kuona mbingu because israel is always waiting for the kingdom kwa sababu kila wakati israeli wanangojea ufalme so he did not say he cannot see heaven hivyo hakusemea kwamba hawezi kuona mbingu because heaven the, 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 is short lived kwa sababu mbingu ni muda mfupi there is the, the, this earth and the heaven will will be destroyed a new earth and heaven formed but the kingdom forever. Kwa sababu mbingu hii na dunia hii vitaribiwa halafu mbingu mpya na dunia mpya itaumbwa lakini ufalme wa dumu milele. And so he said unless a man be born again. Hivyo anasemea kwamba ijapokuwa mtu azaliwa mara ya pili emphasizing on the fact that unless you receive Jesus and be regenerated. Akisisitiza ile kauli ya kwamba ijapokuwa umpokee Yesu halafu uishe upi. The Holy Spirit processes processes you and brings forth a new creation. You cannot see the kingdom kingdom of god akimwambia kwamba ijapokuwa roho mtakatifu akufanyie kazi na kuuisha utu wako upya hauwezi kuona ufalme and that is the regeneration that is the role of the holy spirit jesus was emphasizing that nicodemus needed acting and walking in his life na hiyo ndio kufukuisha wajibu wa roho mtakatifu ambayo yesu alikuwa anasisitiza kabisa ya kwamba nicodemus alihitaji ili kwamba roho mtakatifu akapate kutenda kazi kwenye maisha yake so regeneration hivyo basi uhuisho but you see the river from the temple is regenerating life bringing new life wherever it's going and renewing giving the dead sea a new life becoming now alive ambaye sasa mnaona ule mtu ambaye unatoka kwenye hekalu la Mungu the life giving river of god mtu unaopeana uzima wa Mungu the life giving spirit of god roho wa Mungu apeanayo uzima wa Mungu that life hiyo uzima that newness of life that that river brings wherever it passes in the araba valley was a simulation of what the spirit of the lord was going to do in the life of somebody that receives christ hiyo upya wa uzima ambayo mtu huo unaleta popote ambapo unapita kwenye bonde la arabaa kuelekea katika bahari mfu kifo and then giving it life halafu sasa kuipatia uzima and the dead sea now has a new identity it is not salty it's fresh water bustling with life na sasa hiyo bahari fruitful with many fruit trees around na sasa hiyo bahari mfu ina kitambulisho kipya sasa ina uhai inapeana uzima ina aina nyingi kabisa za samaki fresh maji samaki wenye maji safi unaweza kuchukua tu mmoja na ukule nice meal chakula kitamu miti ya matunda unaweza kuchukua tu matunda matamu kabisa unaweza chukua mmoja na ukule sasa ina kitambulisho kingine upya wa uzima Ezekiel 47 kitabu cha Ezekiel 47 we know that that river 
river will take place. There is a real river that will be there in Israel. Tunajua kwamba mto huo utatendeka. Kuna mto halisia ambao utatendeka utakuja kule Israel. But the most significant is always the spiritual meaning. You know the prophecies of God are in cadres, ranks, hierarchy, first fulfillment. Second like that. Unajua kwamba unabiza Mungu iko katika viwango 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 utimilizo wa kwanza halafu namna hiyo namna hiyo. And yet the spiritual significance is supreme. Ile hali ule umuhimu wa kiroho ni muhimu kabisa ndio kuu. That everybody globally even the Hebrew must receive Jesus. Ya kwamba kila mtu kote kote duniani hata waebrani lazima wampokee Yesu. And so he was telling Nicodemus. Kwa hivyo alikuwa anamwambia Nicodemus that you will need the Holy Spirit. Ya kwamba utahitaji Roho Mtakatifu to bring forth a new creation in you. Ili apate kuleta umbaji mpya ndani mwako. For you to be able to see not only heaven but the kingdom. Ili kwamba upate the kingdom. Ili kwamba upate kuona sio mbingu tu peke yake lakini uingie ufalme last forever. And that is the regeneration that the Holy Spirit does in the dio, life of a believer. That you see described in the book of Titus chapter 3 verse 5 and 6 speaks it all the renewal the rebirth regeneration spiritual transformation that takes place in you to make you Christ like conform you closer to Christ now and that church I saw on that July 29 2009 worshipping inside glory that church had gone through this regeneration the new creation was now worshiping in the kingdom of god na hilo kanisa ambalo niliona tarehe hiyo 29 julai mwaka 2009 lekiabudu katika mbele ya utukufu mbele ya enzi walikuwa wamepitia katika hatua hii katika kuishwa kuwa kiumbe kipya mta mungu na ndio sababu nicodemus asked him how can i go back to my mother's stomach Nikodemo akamuuliza je nitawezaje kurudi kwenye tumbo la mama yangu? I am like this of this age. Ni, mimi niko mzee namna hii. And then he said no. Halafu akasema hapana. Unless you be born of the water in the spirit. Talking about the road the cleansing power that working the inner deep working of the holy spirit that would bring forth the new creation. Akamwambia kwamba ijapokuwa uzaliwe kwa maji na kwa roho, akizungumza kuhusiana na ile matendo ya ndani ya kilindi kabisa ambayo inaletwa na roho mtakatifu. To bring forth the new creation of you. Ili kwamba kuleta sasa kile kiumbe kipya chako. To bring you into the newness of life. Ili kwamba kukuleta katika upya wa uzima. That when somebody looks at you today walking with Jesus. Ya kwamba mtu akikuangalia leo hii ukitembea na Yesu. And he looks at you when you were before you were born again. Na akuangalie wakati ule ulipokuwa kabla Uoko, okay? This one is now focused on the kingdom of glory. This one pursues righteousness. This one does not watch pornography. This one is not drinking alcohol. This one is not going to secular movies. This one does not go to the beaches and be nude. They are calling it vacation. No. This one has now gotten a new understanding, a nobler understanding about their being, being the holy 
temple of the holy spirit huyu sasa amepata ule ufahamu wa ngazi ya juu kabisa wa ngazi ya juu sana kabisa kuhusiana na utu wao ya kwamba wao ni hekalu la roho mtakatifu na wakati ambapo wamehuishwa they are now walking with christ sasa wanatembea na kristo and the old sin is gone na ile dhambi ya kale imeenda the same holy spirit now infills them kwa sababu yule roho mtakatifu yule yule anawajaza and he preserves their salvation their righteousness na anahifadhi wokovu wao uhaki wao in other words look at this now kwa maana na mengine tazameni hii sasa in summarizing this introduction katika kutilia mutasari utangulizi huu what he's saying is this kila ambacho anasema ni hiki he say anasema that adam before before he died before sin ya kwamba adamu kabla ya dhambi before the fall kabla ya mwanguko he has the soul anaye nafsi in the body katika mwili the flesh mwili and then halafu he also has the spirit of man his spirit pia anaye roho ya mtu roho yake wages of sin is death mshahara wa dhambi ni mauti when he falls wakati anapoanguka the spirit dies roho anakufa that's why you see the father of the prodigal son in Luke 15 ndio sababu mnaona ya kwamba yule baba wa yule mwana mpotevu kwenye kitabu cha Luka 15 when the son was coming back wakati yule mwana alikuwa anarudi he said alisema this my son was dead huyu mwanangu alikuwa amekufa but now is alive lakini sasa yu hai so there is a spiritual death hivyo basi kuna chokifo cha kiroho that took place in the garden ambacho kiliteneka kwenye bustani out of sin and disobedience kutokana na dhambi na kukosa kutii such that now kiasi kwamba sasa adam that had the body and the soul and the spirit adamu ambaye alikuwa na mwili na nafsi na roho when he went and touched the tree that you see is prohibited in the book of genesis 2:16 and 17 wakati ambapo alienda na kuguza ule mti ambao alikatazwa kwenye kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya pili 16 na 17 then sasa the wages of sin is death he suffered a spiritual death mshahara wa dhambi ni mauti basi akapata kile kifo cha kiroho and the spirit died na roho akafa so he remained hivyo basi alibaki with the body the flesh na mwili nyama the soul nafsi which also requires redemption and then the human conscience the Ala, consciousness alafu sasa zile dhamira za kibinadamu when he touched that tree wakati alipoguza huo mto he now became conscious of sin alipoguza of good and evil alipoguza huo mti sasa alipata kujua kuhusiana na mema na mabaya so he now maintained he had a consciousness also sasa, sasa alipata kujua of sasa. wrong and right yale, good and evil yale mabaya na maovu yale that is what god never wanted him to have mema na mabaya hiyo ndio ambayo mungu hakutaka apate kujua god in his design had wanted him to be innocent forever mungu katika muumbaji wake alitaka akose hatia kabisa milele so now he has no spirit hivyo basi hana roho after the sin after the spiritual death the spirit is dead baada hicho kifo cha kiroho sasa roho imekufa so now you have the body sasa una umwili the soul nafsi his conscience the consciousness conscience of knowing right wrong sin whatever righteousness he knows all that now damira sasa ana hiyo damira yake damira ya kujua dhambi na mema and the flesh now has a drive for sin has a drive to do evil this flesh has a serious drive to disobey god na sasa ile mwili wake nyama ina ila msukumo kabisa kabisa wa kukosa kutii mungu baada ya mwanguko the flesh now is as a serious urge to sin sasa mwili sasa nyama ina ile ina ile msukumo kabisa kabisa kumaanisha dhidi kuhusiana na dhambi haleluya haleluya but when jesus came and rest 
restored when they received Christ. Lakini wakati Yesu alipokuja na kurejeshwa alipopokea Kristo. Because of the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus. Kwa sababu ya nguvu za urejesho ya ufufuo wa Bwana Yesu. And the regenerating power of the Holy Spirit, the processing by the Holy Spirit. Na nguvu za uhuisho za Roho Mtakatifu. Now Adam after man you after receiving Christ. Sasa wewe baada ya kumpokea Kristo. You have the body now. Sasa mnao mwili sasa. The soul. Nafsi. And then you have the consciousness, the conscious of sin, you are conscious of sin. Halafu mnazo dhambi. And evil and righteousness and holiness. Halafu sasa mnazo zile dhambi. The human consciousness. Zile dhambi za kibinadamu za kujua right and wrong. Kuhusiana na yale yaliyomema na mabaya. Unadumisha hiyo. You have the flesh. You have the soul. Unayenafsi. But also your spirit is resurrected. Lakini pia roho yako inafufuliwa. That's why I'm using this to define for you before we enter the main service tonight to define for you what regeneration by the Holy Spirit is. That you may know what regeneration by the regeneration by the Holy Spirit is the life of somebody that has received Christ. And why the present day church needs to hear this sermon you like it or not? Because the failure to have to, be, to, to have this processing by the Holy Spirit. The failure to be regenerated. Is what will it was is what has caused the church today to walk in the flesh. They have simply transferred sin from the world and sin in the church. They have transferred again. Let me repeat well because she's talking about umwili. Me, me, what I said. They have simply transferred sin from the world and brought sin into the church. So they are comfortable with sin in the church. And so now, there you go. He's saying that when you receive Christ, he now resurrects your dead spirit. So now you have the body, the soul, the conscience of, on what is evil and right. And then now you also have your spirit resurrected. And that's why regeneration is defined as a processing an act a process in which God gives spiritual life to a believer. God gives spiritual life to a believer. To somebody that believes. That they may now live as a spiritual being. That is now the newness of person. The newness of life. That is the new creation I was talking about. And so if you look at the process of redemption, the redemption plan for mankind. The plan, the process that processed the church that I saw worshipping inside the kingdom of glory. 
kutoka hususi ile hatua ambayo ilitengeneza kanisa ambalo niliona wakiabudu ndani ya utukufu then you'll find basi utapata ya kwamba that that process ya kwamba hatua hiyo involves all this inahusisha haya yote and the holy spirit is at the center na roho mtakatifu ako katikati hata hivyo the trinity totally are involved together utatu mkamilifu unahusika pamoja that's why you see in titus chapter 3 when you read now all the way from verse 3 down you say God our savior God the father our savior then again verse 3 verse 4 says God our savior Ndio sababu kwenye kitabu cha Tito Kitabu cha Tito sura ya 3 mstari wa 4 anasema kwamba Mungu mwokozi wetu God the father God our savior Anasema Mungu baba Mungu mwokozi wetu And then when you come to verse 5 Halafu sasa ukija kwa mstari wa 5 He brings in the role of the Holy Spirit Analeta sasa wajibu wa Roho Mtakatifu As your savior Kama mwokozi wenu And when you go to verse 6 Na ukiona kwenye mstari wa 6 He says Christ Jesus through Christ Jesus your savior Halafu anasema sasa The Trinity is directly involved Halafu anasema kupitia ya Kristo Yesu mwokozi wenu hivyo basi utatu wa Mungu unahusika Mungu Baba unahusika katika ukombozi wenu It is not a small thing Sio jambo dogo It was such a big fall Ilikuwa mwanguko mkubwa kabisa That total the three in one would be involved God the Father God the Son and God the Holy Spirit Baba utatu mkamilifu kabisa wa Mungu Mungu Baba Mungu Mwana Mungu Roho Mtakatifu walihusika They would have to be involved Ilibidi wahusike But now you have seen Lakini sasa mmeona the one that has received Jesus Ya kwamba yule ambaye amempokea Yesu now he has the soul Sasa anayo nafsi housed in that flesh in that body Ikiwa sasa imekaa ndani ya huo mwili And then he has the conscience about evil and right evil and wrong Alafu sasa ana evil and right Alafu sasa ana ile dhamira ya kujua kuhusiana na ovu na mema Now he has the resurrected spirit his spirit the spirit of man Alafu sasa anayo roho yake iliyofufuka roho ya mwanadamu Alafu God the Holy Spirit also now moves in. Mungu Roho Mtakatifu sasa anaingia ndani. So even the Holy Spirit now indwells. Called indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Even the Holy Spirit now moves in. Hivyo basi sasa Mungu Roho Mtakatifu sasa anakaa pale anadumu mle ndani. So even the Holy Spirit now moves in. Hivyo basi sasa hata Roho Mtakatifu anaingia ndani. So he has a soul. Kwa hivyo unayo nafsi housed in the body and you have the conscience on what is evil what is right then his resurrected spirit he has a spirit life now his spirit is resurrected he is a spiritual being now and then the Holy Spirit has also moved in to empower him to enable him to safeguard him to facilitate him to redirect him to constantly remind him of what Jesus said to constantly focus him on the kingdom of glory so in a nutshell this is the process Jesus was telling Nicodemus that you must be born of water in the spirit and that is what is called regeneration and when you are regenerated then there is now justification now finally you become justified and that justification is all about a legal it's a kind of a legal term because now he's talking about the righteousness that you have and in, God now justifies you first of all but you still remain 
Lakini bado unabaki. Unrighteous. Because he justifies you. Kwa sababu anakuhesabia haki. After justifying you. Baada ya kukuhesabia haki. Then there is the consignment, the imputation. Sasa kuna kwa kule kuwekewa which you see in the book of Philippians chapter 3 verse 9 when now he consigns he assigns you the righteousness of God then now he declares you righteous with the righteousness of God after declaring you righteous then there is adoption now I don't have time to go through each of these now that's why I'm running through them because I want to enter the main service tonight and so there is now after, after regeneration there is justification you are now justified you, you have been told you are now free and then after that then you are consigned in the process of imputation the imputation of righteousness the righteousness of God is assigned to you after that, then I said follows adoption now. Adoption now you enter into sonship in the family of God now. Now if somebody came and found all the children of God eating in one place at one table, you cannot identify, you cannot know which one belongs to, which one is adopted or which one is from the Hebrew family. You cannot tell. Because that adoption is so powerful, it brings you directly into hair, hairship. It brings you into inheritance. You have full rights in the kingdom of God plus reigning with God. But after imputation, before you enter the family of God, to make you righteous, then there is glorification. And then after that, the eternal state. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that essentially is the processing of the Holy Spirit. Now with that summary, I want us to take a five minute break that I can also pick my breath. When we come back, we'll walk right straight into the scripture of the day. And see how the current church can prepare for the glorious coming of the Messiah. The mission for which heaven sent me. The Lord bless you. Thank you. There is power. Una <laughs> <laughs>